Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 20th day of quarantine, April 3rd, 2020. We've got great stuff today from Luke chapter 11. This is a section that my Bible titles as the Lord's Prayer. Just an observation, I have been surprised in, in this quarantine time uh, about the mental physical and emotional discipline that has been required to uh, stay on top of all the aspects of this trying time. And that's not even being sick. Just This is just the quarantine talking. One of the things I mentioned the other day was when we wash our hands, uh, rather than singing the Star Spangled Banner or whatever, is to say the Lord's Prayer. Of interest, that is the topic of our uh, lesson today from Luke chapter 11, verse 1. It is also called the Disciples' Prayer, and we'll find out why uh, for those uh, old Catholics in the in this uh, distribution list. Uh, we called it the Our Father. All are appropriate. The Lord's Prayer refers to the speaker, that's Jesus. The Disciples' Prayer refers to who it was being taught to, and the Our Father refers to who the prayer is being directed to. So all are uh, actually excellent names. I'm going to read from Luke chapter 11. Now Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he, Jesus, said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. I'm going to stop there for today. And make a couple of observations. It is very interesting that at the beginning of this account, we find Jesus praying. Now, I don't think when Jesus, eternally up in heaven, was praying when he was in heaven. Why? Because I think he had fellowship with the Father and the Spirit in their little Trinity party. And so praying was not necessary because he already had that fellowship. Then he puts on humanity comes down to earth and has uh, a some separation uh, in that uh, trinity the kenosis in philippians chapter 2 therefore he needed to pray so it, number one example is even jesus needed to pray uh, when he was on earth so that's a clarion call to us is that we should be praying the second thing that strikes me about this is the paucity of skill uh, of people who aren't Jesus, which is you and me. So his disciples needed to say to him or asked him, Lord, we're not very good at this. It looks like you're good at this. Will you teach us? And not only that, John had to do the same thing with his disciples. So 
not only do we have a need for prayer, we have a need to be taught prayer. It was asked for. There's a frustration. So a, a comfort for all of us is if we're not feeling like we're very good at this, you're in good company. You've got the disciples of Jesus, the disciples of John, and a little bit of structured work at this is probably not a bad uh, idea. So one of the things that strikes me is the tautedness uh, of this. The next thing is that this is a community event. Uh, He asks, the disciple asks him, Lord, teach us to pray. And then all the way through, uh, he says to them, plural, when, when you pray, I think you is plural, I did not look that up. But the, the bulk of this is that this is a community event, and at the end here, we're going to pray uh, together. We'll pray this prayer together. So, verse 2, And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. What strikes me about that is of all the things that the that the Lord God Father could uh, describe himself as, he chose Father for this, or Jesus chose Father uh, as the best address of that part of the Trinity. So that tells us who he is, but it also tells us who we are, that we're in relationship to him as a father, now adopted in and, and family. And this whole question that I always like to ask is, what is man? You know, why did you bother, Lord? Why did you select us to be your family? And I don't have an answer to that other than to say, yes, we are in his family and we should appreciate that. And then the second part of the first line of the prayer, hallowed be your name, holy be your name. And I would like to use as as an example the Muslims who say when they refer to to their uh, guy, Muhammad, they say, Alaya Asalam, or in English, P-B-U-H, peace be upon him. It's a term of great respect and association with his name. Now with Jesus, it seems in our society, it's almost the opposite of that. So we had an exercise that we did as a family is when we were watching TV or a sitcom or something like that, and we heard someone either say some sort of a a curse word or use the name of the Lord in vain, we would say out loud, watching TV, and kind of jump out of uh, that willing suspension of disbelief while you sit there zoned out on the TV, and we would say bad word. And my challenge for, for today, the homework for today is, as you may be watching maybe a little excessive media because you're in quarantine, when you hear someone disrespect the name of Jesus, the name of our Lord, uh, say a bad word. So the name is uh, this power that we are supposed to be using his name with power, and often we use it not only just not in power, but with utter disrespect. So that's your assignment as we leave. So join me as we say the Our Father together. I'm going to read it verbatim from Luke chapter 11 from the ESV, and then we'll conclude.
Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. I bless you, my brothers and sisters.